And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Noah Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, ready to roll here on the Golf Preview Podcast on Pregames Network. I'm your host, Will Doctor, and I'll be getting you all the picks and predictions you need heading into the third signature event of the season in the Genesis Invitational. Uh, Tiger Woods will host Riviera and play this week. We'll talk Tiger and how he fares this week. We did see him at the Hero World Challenge back in December, but... Other than that, he has not played an official PGA Tour event since last year's Masters. He did have the additional reconstructive surgery for uh, to allow a little bit more mobility in that right leg and right ankle, and he walked well at the Hero. So we'll get you up to speed uh, on what to expect from the Big Cat. That'll come at the very end of the show. Uh, Tiger, you know, he's a huge advocate for 36-hole cuts on the PGA Tour. So the Genesis will be one of two signature events on the schedule that will feature a 36-hole uh, cut. We have a 70-man field this week, and that will get cut down uh, to 50 at the 36-hole halfway point. As far as the waste management card, let's do a little review there. The Canadian Nick Taylor won his fourth PGA Tour event in a playoff over Charlie Hoffman. Credit to Taylor. He has done a fantastic job the last 12 months. He won the Canadian Open in thrilling fashion and then got the job done in Phoenix. Uh, Taylor, he's a guy who was on 59 watch in the first round at TPC Scottsdale, and he played very solid the rest of the week, capping it off with rounds of 68 and 65. Everyone, including myself, for a period of time on Sunday, thought that Charlie Hoffman was going to win for the first time in eight years. But Taylor uh, came in birding three of his last four holes to get himself in a playoff uh, and then went on to beat Charlie Hoffman in the second playoff hole. But uh, as far as the card, the bottom line is our outright winner and tournament favorite Scotty Scheffler was in the driver's seat to win this golf tournament until the putter just completely disappeared on the back nine of that final round. When... Scheffler birdied two, three, four, and five to open that final round. I thought we were going to cash our first winning ticket of the year, and I thought Scheffler was going to be uh, a three-peat winner of this golf tournament and a three-peat winner on the PGA Tour for the first time since 2011. But once again, Scheffler's putter let him down in the big moment. He had a big opportunity on Sunday uh, and didn't get it done. Missed short putt on 13 Miss short putt on 14, miss short putt on 15. Um, watching all of that unfold made me sick for Scotty. And, you know, I was throwing up all over the living room watching all of that unfold. Now, in the grand scheme of things, world number one Scheffler had an overall good week on the greens um, until the backhand on Sunday. He picked up shots with the putter for uh, the second straight event in a row, which is good to see. And once again, he was flawless with the ball striking. But if you ask Scheffler on his review of the week, the 24 WM Phoenix Open was an event he absolutely should have won with where he stood with nine holes remaining in the golf tournament. As far as the rest of the card for Phoenix, we came out on top by just over half a unit 
That was thanks to a Sahithagala top 10 plus 400 ticket that cashed. A lot of my buddies went ahead and and took the gala to win last week, which, like Scheffler, looked very, very good after three rounds as the gala had a share of the 54-hole lead with Nick Taylor. But the gala's final round, 69, was not enough. He finished four back of Taylor, and Charlie Hoffman missed that playoff by four shots. And a quick note on the gala while we have him, Riviera will be the gala's third week in a row on the road. I watched his post-round uh, press conference following the third round, and he spoke to the press uh, saying that he was absolutely worn out, and that was just after three rounds. So after the delays at Pebble and after the delays and the chaos in Phoenix, uh, Sith the Gala apparently is running on empty. He looked tired. He looked worn out, and he's not the only one. The West Coast swing has been – a grind for a lot of these guys with delays at Torrey Pines and delays at Pebble and delays at last week's action in Phoenix. A lot of guys coming up on three or four weeks in a row playing. You have to watch out for that. I'll keep you up to date. But if one player is a pass for sure this week, Riviera, it is Sith the Gala. But I digress back to the card review. Uh, Sam Burns over Matthew Fitzpatrick cashed at minus 129. We will discuss Burns in depth this week as he's been straight cash over his last three events and he's been money at Riviera over the, over the years. I know I'm hard on Burns week to week, but he is trending in a great direction. So we'll discuss world number 18 today. We also had Adam Scott over Ricky Fowler cash at minus 120. Fowler did not make it to the weekend in Phoenix as his horrendous play continues and Adam Scott finished the week in a tie for eighth at 13 under par. Other than that, we took losses with the JT Poston top 20 ticket at plus 115. Poston missed the cut in Phoenix, and we also went down in the matchup of Bo Hosler over Corey Connors at minus 114 as Connors finished eight under and Hosler finished the week at six under. As far as the grand scheme of things are concerned, heading into Riviera, we uh, came up just over half a unit uh, at the waste management, and we are still down 6.9 units heading into week seven of the PGA Tour season. I'm RJ Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas, and they got a water bottle, and they got like a celery chopped up. And Let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1. And all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and Five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. 
That's drinkag1.com slash RJ Bell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against with Pick 6? You're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Okay, we move forward with the action at Riviera. Today, we'll, I will go through the top four favorites on the odds boards. I'll give you two matchups and one pick to place. Then we will move on to two outright winners. I'll give you a sleeper, two lineups, and a first-round leader. Then we will cap the Riv preview off with the scoring prediction and best bet. So starting with the favorites, we begin with Scotty Scheffler at plus 750 on Bavada. And Riviera will be Scheffler's third week in a row on the road, so that's something to watch. Uh, Scheffler hasn't had quite the success at Riviera as he had as, as he's had in Phoenix, but still an impressive resume in the Pacific Palisades. As Scheffler has recorded top twenties uh, in each of his last three appearances, Riviera. I'm still a pass on Scheffler this week. He's had great chances to win at Pebble and in Phoenix. Uh, but he's played a ton of golf the last two weeks. He, he's there's a good chance he's worn out, um, you know, after being in contention at both of those spots the last two weeks on tour. So I'm a pass on Scotty Scheffler this week. We are on to Rory McElroy at 12 to 1 on Bet Online, and Rory's coming off a 66th place finish at Pebble Beach where he was not up to standards on the greens. And when you look at Rory's last three appearances at Riviera, he's lost a stroke on the greens in two of them. He did not play well Riviera last year, finished 29th and putted atrocious. Uh, and then he also missed the cut at Riviera back in 2021, where he lost over two strokes to the field on the green. So I'm also a pass on Rory McIlroy this week. Uh, I want to discuss these next three all together because they're all featured at 18 to one on bet online. That, that's the best odds that you can get these three at. It's Xander Schauffele, it's Victor Hovland, and it's Justin Thomas. They all share the honors of third favorite on the odds boards at 18 to one. Uh, number one on Xander Schauffele, he is fighting a wrist injury at the moment. He's potentially going to play through it after he gives the Wednesday Pro-Am ago, he withdrew from Phoenix last week, uh, you know, to, to, to give the wrist some rest. But my sources tell me it could still potentially be an issue. So I am out on world number five, Xander Schauffele, this week. All right, number two is Victor Hovland. He's coming off a week of rest after he opted to withdraw from Phoenix after the long week at Pebble. 
Uh, Hovland comes to Riviera. He's recorded two top five finishes over his last three appearances on this golf course. Um, I would say the one thing that worries me was Victor's performance at Pebble. The iron play was not good. The wedges kind of looked like Hovland back in 2021. You worry if if splitting with the short game guru Joseph Mayo was a good idea or not. And the putting was also not there for Hovland at Pebble. And that was just a little concerning. And I'm concerned about that because he took a month of rest between the century and Pebble. And now he hasn't played in two weeks heading into Riviera. Um, it's kind of uh, it's kind of the opposite case to the way I feel about most of these guys in the field. I'm concerned with a lot of guys coming in here off three, four weeks played in a row. Um, and it's almost the complete opposite from Hoblin. With only two tournaments under his belt going into week seven of the PGA Tour season, I haven't seen enough golf from Hoblin uh, to really get a sense of where he's at. So I am out on the reigning FedEx Cup champion this week. Uh, and number three at that 18-1 to 1 number is Justin Thomas. I will have JT on the card this week. Uh, I will have Justin Thomas over the potentially injured Xander Shoffley at even money on DraftKings. And if you're just joining the action uh, as a golf fan, uh, Justin Thomas is back in prime form and looks poised to win very soon. Riviera has has been a strong suit for JT over the years. Three top tens at the Genesis over his career. And Thomas is uh, coming into Riviera off a 12th place finish in Phoenix. He was positive in every statistical denomination last week. I don't have JT to win because um, of the three week in a row playing factor. He did play Pebble and he played last week in Phoenix. But I think the matchup over Xander is a perfect place to target him at even money over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, now, before we get to the rest of the matchups, I want to address Colin Morikawa and Patrick Cantlay. Um, both open at 20 to 1. Morikawa at 20 to 1 is the correct number. Uh, if you're just obsessed with with Morikawa around Riviera, and Cantlay also opened at twenty to one, which is not the correct number. Vegas should have this more in the twenty seven to one range for Cantlay, uh, being that Riviera is a West Coast event um, that both Morikawa and Cantlay have had success on. There's going to be a lot of money flowing on these two this week, but in reality, you should pass. On both, from my perspective, I can't get a feel on either one of these guys. Cantlay has been uh, far from consistent through three, through four events this year, and he is having an extremely tough time putting his entire game together. He did not get anything going in the Coachella Valley or at Torrey Pines. Uh, Cantlay did not finish better than fifty second in either one of those events. Um, and then he goes to Pebble, shoots an opening round 64, uh, but then loses his driver and wedges uh, on Friday and Saturday at Pebble. So um, I can't get any real feel for Cantlay, and his number is just horrendous. So I'm out on Cantlay. That's number one. And as far as Morikawa, uh, I, I think Morikawa plays very well this week at Riviera as he's done uh, over the past two years with a couple top 10 finishes at the Genesis. He's had a great start to the year, so we will target him in matchups. 
And that matchup will be Colin Morikawa over Max Homa at even money on DraftKings Sportsbook. I like what we saw uh, from Morikawa, specifically with the putter at Pebble Beach during his last start. The greens at Pebble were soggy and bumpy from the rain, and Morikawa, who, um, you know, typically an okay putter, uh, he really battled through the bad conditions at Pebble on the greens and had a good week of putting. I like to see that. I think that that translates very well coming into Riviera, where, uh, like I said, he hasn't finished worse than six over the last two years. Um, you know, Morikawa driving it so well at the moment. He's eighth on the PGA Tour in driving accuracy percentage. That's a huge number this week as it's critical to stay out of that deep Poa rough around Riviera. Mori is going to hit a ton of fairways and then get activated with the iron plays. He comes into this week 15th on the PGA Tour in approach. And we have Morikawa over his former Cal Bear teammate, Max Homa, because Homa has been lost at the wheel over his last two starts. 66th at Pebble, where he drove it terribly, and then miscut in Phoenix last week after driving it horrible off the tee. You got to think Max is worn out with the delays at Pebble and Phoenix. And then on top of that, he hasn't played worth a shit the last two weeks. So um, matchup number one, is going to be Colin Morikawa over Max Homa at even money on DraftKings. Uh, matchup number two, I already told you what it is. It's going to be Justin Thomas over Xander Shoffley at even money on DraftKings. I just saw that Justin Thomas was paired with Tiger Woods in the first two rounds. I don't love that. Uh, you know, we, we, We've talked about this before. JT always seems to crap his pants when he's playing uh, alongside Tiger. We'll see this week. If he has the chops to play well, uh, considering he's playing 36 in the first two rounds with Tiger, crowds are going to be huge. You know, Tiger, you know, first event back, first real event back since the Masters. First event that Tiger's debuting, the Sunday red clothing. Uh, so, you know, this is just going to be a big deal with a big crowd following JT and Tiger the first two rounds. I'm willing to put all that aside because... You just can't deny how well JT has opened this year, and you can't deny JT's past success, Riviera. He is an aficionado around this golf course, and like we talked about, Xander is having issues with that risk. So for matchup number two, it's going to be Justin Thomas over Xander Shoffley at even money on DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, we're on to our one pick to place for the week. I'll have one in the sleeper. I'll have one in the best bet as well. But for now, it's going to be Jordan Spieth to top 10 at plus 240 on Bet Online. Now, I didn't have anything on Spieth last week to waste management, and he finished sixth. Um, I did have Spieth to win at Pebble, and he was tied for 39th after three rounds when the tournament got shortened to 54 holes. I was interested to see the way uh, Spieth would putt after the bumpy Poa greens gave him trouble around pebble and he turned around in Phoenix and really had a phenomenal week on the greens. And what matters to me most in Spieth's game going into Riviera is that he has driven it beautifully off the tee over his last five events. Uh, positioning off the tee is everything for Spieth and it's everything as far as playing well around Riviera is concerned. And you look at Spieth's game in total and there's just a ton of promise. Seventh in strokes gain total. 
11th in strokes gain chipping and 19th in strokes gain putting. I know that Spieth is competing for the third week in a row, which can be a red flag, uh, but you can't deny, sort of like Justin Thomas, you can't deny the connection that Jordan Spieth has with Riviera. He led University of Texas to a national championship in 2011. They won that at Riviera. Uh, and since he turned pro in 2012, Spieth has notched two top 10s and two top 20s at the Genesis. So undeniably uh, plays very well around Riviera and undeniably is really on top of his game at the moment. The one pick to place uh, for the Genesis will be Jordan Spieth to top 10 at plus 240 on Online. All right, folks, a break from the golf to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Listen, I'm out on Tiger this week at the Genesis Invitational, but you can use my coupon code TIGER20 for 20% off all purchases on pregame.com. Listen, a ton going on with the Sharps as far as NBA and college hoops are concerned. A lot of stuff to buy from there at pregame.com, a lot of picks, a lot of locks to buy from. So, Go use my coupon code TIGER20 for 20% off any purchases at pregame.com. And once again, TIGER20 is available for listeners of this podcast only. So make sure you go to pregame.com, purchase some NBA picks, purchase some college basketball picks. Use TIGER20 for 20% off all purchases at pregame.com. Okay, we move on to the two outright winners. Number one is going to be Sam Burns at 25 to 1 on Bet Online. And, you know, we have ourselves a little love hate pick this week. Obviously, I've been tough on Sam Burns over the last six months, being that I didn't feel that he should have made the American Ryder Cup team. We were obviously proven right there as Burns went on to finish the week in Rome with a. 1-2-0 and record with the exception of that win at the WGC match play last year I thought Burns 2023 campaign was inconsistent and it was just too hit or miss uh, to get a pulse for his game week to week but I have to give it to Burns that has changed this year as he is fresh off his third top 10 finish in a row at the Phoenix Open He's currently 12th on the FedEx Cup standings going into this weekend. I've been thoroughly impressed with how much he's improved his consistency with his ball striking and with his putting. You're not seeing as many of those errant wild shots from Burns this year, and the stats tell us the exact same thing. He's 12th in strokes gain total, 18th in driving on the PGA Tour, and 17th in putting through four events this season. And after watching him post a Sunday 64 at the Phoenix open, I knew this was exactly the right time to grab Sam Burns to win. So for our first winning pick of, of Riviera, it's going to be Sam Burns to win at 25 to one on bet online. The second winner for this week is going to be Jason day at 70 to one on bet online. And Jason day had a great showing at Pebble beach, um, after a bit of a slow start to the year, he placed 10th at the century. He did not play well in Coachella Valley or at Torrey, Torrey Pines. And then he tied for sixth at Pebble Beach. And if Pebble had gone four rounds, Jason Day was someone 
who would have 100% made a run to the top of the leaderboard after firing a 63 in that third and final round at Pebble. All around from tee to green, uh, the week they had at Pebble was very positive. He took last week off to prepare for Riviera at the Vintage Club in California, so uh, he stayed nice and ready on those POA greens. So for my second pick to win is the man who finished uh, ninth at Riviera last year. It's the 13-time PGA Tour winner. It's Jason Day to win at 70 to one on Bet Online. Bart! All right, ball out, ball out, Bart! All right, we're on to our sleeper for the Genesis. It's going to be Will Zalatoris to top ten at plus 450 on Bet Online. And interestingly enough, Will Zalatoris' last top ten finish came a year ago at the Genesis Invitational. He was uh, sidelined with the season-ending back injury short, shortly after that. Um, and I've been telling you all year to hold off on betting Zalatoris following his comeback. But here we are at Riff, and Zalatoris is coming off a very productive 13th place finish at Torrey Pines three weeks ago. You look at the way Zalatoris is trending – he had a horrible start to the year at the Hero and at the Sony Open in Hawaii. Then he goes to the West Coast and he finishes 34th at the American Express in what was a positive week in every statistical denomination. And then the following week at Torrey Pines, he finished 13th, um, which was another productive performance from Tita Green. And I think a lot of you will be asking, isn't it? a little early to go straight to the top 10 ticket for Zal this week. And the answer is no, because of his success over the years at Riviera fourth last year, 26th in 2022 and 15th in the 2021 edition of the Genesis. Zal Torres obviously loves this track. So this for me is a perfect time to hop back on board the Zal train it's going to be Will Zalatoris to top 10 at plus 450 on Bet Online for the sleeper. All right, for this week's first round leader, it's going to be Sam Burns at 36 to 1 to lead after round one on DraftKings Sportsbook. And I like Burns to lead the first round because of the way he's kicked off all four opening rounds he's played this year. Burns has a 67.7 scoring average, which clocks in at 18th overall as far as first-round scoring average is concerned on the PGA Tour. I love the way he finished things off in Phoenix with a Sunday 64, and I believe he keeps it going into the first round at Riviera. He will tee off at 12.01 Pacific time alongside Victor Hovland and Nick Taylor. That's a great group, by the way. Zero drama, zero slow play, um, and a perfect setting for Burns to take it low. So, for the first round leader this week, it's going to be Sam Burns at 36 to 1 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. We move on to our two our two lineups. Uh the first one is the six-man uh Yahoo lineup. Uh so for number one, we're gonna go with Jordan Spieth at $40. For number two, we're gonna go with our second outright winner and Jason Day at $36. For number three will be our uh, first outright winner in Sam Burns at $31. Nikola Hodgegaard will be fourth at $28. And I know he finished uh, 31st at Pebble after a week showing with the wedges. But other than that, uh, Hodgegaard has just been flawless this year. And 
I'll be back on him as far as the lineup is concerned. So Nikola Hoshgard will be our fourth pick of the Yahoo lineup at $28. At number five will be Will Zalatoris at $24. And at number six will be Justin Thomas at $31. Uh, on to the PGATour.com, or just to review that Yahoo lineup one more time. Number one will be Jordan Spieth. Number two will be Jason Day. Number three will be Sam Burns. Number four will be Nikola Hoshgard. Number five will be Will Zalatoris, and number six will be Justin Thomas. As far as the PGATour.com lineup, remember, it is only four players with two bench players, um, and you can only use a player three times over the course of the season. So got to be frugal here. Number one, um, I'll use Jason Day for the first time this season. Uh, Number two, I will use Sam Burns for the second time this year in the two slot. Number three, I'll have Will Zalatoris. Uh, for the fourth player on the PGA Tour lineup, I'm going with Cam Young, uh, who we're going to talk about momentarily in the best bet. For number five, uh, in the first bench spot, I'll give Denny McCarthy a go as he's coming off a top 25 finish in Phoenix, and he finished 14th at Riviera last year. So Denny McCarthy will be number five. And for number six, I'm going with big Gary Woodland. I know Gary hasn't made a cut uh, since his return to the PGA Tour after his near-life-ending brain lesion. Um, but Riviera, and once again, very happy that Gary Woodland's back uh, from that surgery. One of the greatest guys on tour he is. So great to have him back inside the ropes. But Riviera is a place where he's he's performed well. He finished ninth at Riviera last year. And if there's going to be a place that Woodland's going to get back on track, you'd have to be, yeah, you have to think uh, it would be there at the Genesis. So to review the six man PGA tour lineup, two bench players coming at five and six, one will be Jason day. Two will be Sam Burns. Three will be Will Zalatoris. Fourth will be his teammate from Wake Forest, Cam Young. Number five will be Denny McCarthy. And number six will be Gary Woodland. For my scoring prediction, my scoring prediction is 19 under par this week. We are finally getting a forecast that is absolutely perfect. Temps in the high 60s to low 70s all week long in the Pacific Palisades. I don't see scoring as, as an issue at all this week at Riviera. So uh, 19 under will be the winning scoring prediction. As far as the best bet is concerned this week, I'm fired up for this one. It's going to be Cam Young to top 20 at plus 135 on Bet Online. And I'm all over Cam Young this week after he finally got his putter going in Phoenix. He had shown signs of life through the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, Young recorded a third place finish at the Hero Dubai Desert Classic at the end of January. He you know, Young didn't play great at Pebble, but his game really came around last week in Phoenix where he finished eighth and just rolled it beautifully on the greens. Kind of like Finau, kind of like Tony Finau. We are always looking to see when Cam Young is going to get hot with the putter because we know how flush his ball striking is all the time. And right now is that time. He rolled it well last week and he's recorded top tens in two of his last three starts. Plus... Cam Young has never finished worse than 20th at the Genesis uh, in two total starts, and he finished second at Riviera back in 2022. So for the best bet 
for this week's Genesis Invitational. It'll be Cam Young to top 20 at plus 135 on BetOnline. Uh, one last thing. Uh, we have to discuss Tiger. Um, you know, as far, as far as Tiger is concerned this week, this is not the place to bet on Tiger because he's never played well at Riviera, dating back to when he was 16 years old and he made his debut at the LA Open. Um, he has never performed well here. Um, and that's really all there is to it for him this week. I'm going to, I'm going to sit back and watch the way he's playing and watch the way he's walking this week. And maybe I'll have a play on him play on him at the masters, um, or at the U S open at Pinehurst. But for this week at Riviera, I am out on Tiger Woods. That will do it for the Genesis Invitational preview. For any questions on the action at Riv, you can find me on X at DRMedia59. And we'll talk next week ahead of the Mexico Open at Vedanta.